0: Hey, Patriots, I hope you're having a great day. And yes, I call you guys Patriots. Um, That was one of the questions someone had for me on my most recent video. So I want to talk a little bit about why I call you guys Patriots and why that's so important. Also, I want to talk about the 501c3. Some of you might not know about that, but it's very, very important. And um, so I want to talk about that real quick. And also about this whole YouTube freedom of speech fiasco. Um, and so hopefully to give you some good information so that whenever someone says something, you are ready to respond and feel that you have the information that you need and that you don't feel like you need to not uh, respond. Also, this this precious girl uh, had a video um, uh, for her walk away and she, she was doing actually a, an update video for it and she was talking about how much it meant to her that she was so accepted and and appreciated and valued with the uh those on her comments so i thought wow that's a great idea go on to the walk away videos and put on there something a a nice comment welcoming them um because that would just you know just help to to build our movement you know sometimes uh, foolishly we have looked for things that we can disagree on instead of what we can agree on. So let's be like our Lord Jesus. He says, come, let us reason. He's given us this whole big Bible because he has these things for us to say, look, let's talk about this. Let's consider this and think about that. You know, and if he is willing to do that, how much more should we? Because, you know, we've all fallen prey to a lot of deception and and foolishness. So that we, you know, and if we, sometimes we just agree to disagree and we're not sitting there trying to go, Oh, let me tell you about this and portion, just as they're ready. Right. And that basically that we are all one, one big family. We want to all be one country that is fighting for each other, not fighting against each other. And, um, Anyway, i just love hearing from so many of you all over the world. It's just so encouraging. I really, really appreciate hearing from people from all over. Um, And so each one of you in your area where the Lord has planted you, that you will be busy um, bringing that uh, everyone together and uh, in in whatever place. Like, and and yesterday I was on a, a side and I just spoke some truth and, and they didn't necessarily appreciate it. And that's okay too. And so I just kept, you know just little by little just planting seeds and just don't be worried about if someone doesn't you know appreciate what you're saying um, you know what just give a shot and and the God will work that out in time so I wanted to show you guys something that um, that I think that you'll really uh, enjoy this is a really cute video uh, Google and Facebook were created by the CIA and if you didn't know that already that is the truth they make me a little bit bigger Um, That is the truth. These people, uh, the CIA had created all of this, Google, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all of this was created to control the population. And it was, um, this girl really does a great, great job explaining um, how they used what we paid for with our tax dollars. And they basically have given it to these corporations that are not private corporations. And they've been using it to obviously to spy on us and to control the population because if they can control the narrative, then they can, they can turn us, you know, and, and guide us along and we're not falling for it. And, and so a lot of people are saying, Oh, well, these are private companies. They don't have the right to tell, um, you know, Alex Jones doesn't have the right to be on their channel if, if they don't want him on the channel. That's, that's, that's very deceptive. And that's very tricky. the The reality is these are not, these have basically become utilities, they've become monopolies, because they've been protected and financed from our tax dollars, from the federal government, and then they've been used against us, okay? So you cannot just go and, and make something that's a basically a corporatocracy and corporatocracy, um, and, 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 and say, no, you don't have a voice. And these are now the platform for all of speech in our country, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Google, these are the platforms and so if, if you say, well, you go to another platform, basically we're being put into a gulag. We're basically being told, you no, know, you go over here and you sit down and you shut up and you can talk over here, but you can't talk in the marketplace. And that is not uh, fair. That is not free speech because this has become, these, they've become monopolies. So, okay, if you want to play that little game, then we can do the antitrust where you are busted up. Okay, because you can't have it both ways. You can't have it where you're a monopoly and you are the the biggest game in town and, and you're the only game in town, but we don't get to play. You know, there's one playground and we don't get to play on it. We get to go play in the dump, no. That's not fair. So, um, you know, use that information. And, and this video, this girl does a great job. She, she doesn't show her face. She just talks and it's the cute little cat and I was sitting there looking at the cat. <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, why am I looking at the cat anyway? So uh, it's a really, really cute video. Um, but it's very, very good. And maybe you could use that to share with other people. So don't forget, I created my new Twitter page for um, Freedom Force Red Pill. My buddy Storm, who created the website, he has another Twitter page, and it's Freedom Force News. And so people were getting confused as to who was who. All right, so then now you know. If you want to join me on Twitter, um, and uh, I put on there, you know, different uh, things that I find. I, I tweet it out, and um, and I also do. Tons of hashtags. If you're not a hashtag person, start because that's a way that you can get so much truth out and just blast it out there. So um, when I when I share something, and if you will take it, I, I don't even know if I want you to share it as much as maybe copy it and paste it to your site because then uh, then it'll just blast. Okay. Now um, now this is the other question someone had for me. They're like, well, what about Israel? I have another video about called who is a Jew because there's a lot of confusion about that and so um, this person was saying that they're pro-israel they're for the uh, the nation of israel and not for independent uh, other other nations so i really wanted to uh, i'm going to send you the link to this in the description box it's very important for you to understand what is um who is true Israel. And I'll also put a link to that other video because I go into much more detail. Very important. Um, but in the millennial kingdom, the Bible says that nation will not rise against nation. So in the millennial kingdom, there will be nations. It says that we will rule and reign with him. So imagine this, okay? So each one of the nations is there in the millennial kingdom. Christ is ruling, but in each of the nations, he has placed his men and women in each of those positions whether at the school and the courthouse in the political realm wherever they are he's put them in those positions so that they will rule and reign with him as if it is him in those positions okay so that is that is um why i call you guys patriots we are fighting for freedom and justice and righteousness in our country as If you are in Australia, or you're in New Zealand, or where Canada, my buddy Storm's in Canada, wherever you are, that you are fighting for those things in your nation. And then imagine if every nation is bringing honor to the Lord, then there's nothing to fight about. Nation will not rise against nation. Neither will they learn war anymore. That's what it says. So listen to this though about Israel. This is very, very important. When, what is the essence of being a true Israelite? It is not literal descent from Abraham, but faith in God. Let's to to read that one more time. It is not literal descent from Abraham, but faith in God. It's in the Bible. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. If you have the faith of Abraham, you are the children of Abraham. You right there in your chair you are a child of abraham right that's from galatians chapter 3 verse 7 but the, the problem is there's such a famine of the word most people don't know the word and so that's why we're so easily duped same thing with with um with history if we don't know history we're so easily duped if we don't know the facts we're so easily duped by the mainstream media okay so Please be aware that we've got to get steeped in the word so that we're not falling victim to this, okay? This is how they've tricked us a lot, okay? Um, For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Wow. Well, listen carefully. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but the children of promise are counted for the seed. I did not write that, y'all. That's in Romans chapter nine. Let me read it one more time. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel not about the physical progeny. It's not about the physical lineage. It's not about a physical descent, neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children. And we know that many people who, who are claimed to be Jews or who, who are Jewish physically. Okay. By their, by their physical lineage, they don't have the faith in Christ uh, and they don't have the same faith as Abraham. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness that's what the bible says and so if you believe god you believe in his son you believe in jesus as the the uh, propitiation for your sins that he alone his blood alone can wash away your sins you are a child of abraham you are his lineage okay but the children of promise are counted for the seed. you are as a child of promise remember it talked about the child of uh, the the slave woman Hagar and the child of the promise which was Sarah, he goes into that in, in Galatians. You need to really understand that because otherwise you you fall victim, really fall, fall victim. They've used this to trick us. So the children of promise are those who put their faith in Jesus. It's in the Bible. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Wow. It's not about a physical land. It's not about a physical place. It's not about a physical city. It's about the Israel of God, the people of God, God's own chosen, his children, the ones who believe in him. So this is going to be monumental. If this is not the way you've been looking, reading scripture, this is going to open up just tons of the word because it's for you. It's for me. It's for us. It's not for just this one little group. It's for us. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Lay hold of the promises. They're for us. And so I'm gonna, I am going gonna—I was going to just take you real super quick to, um, to Psalm 71. For example, someone shared this with me the other day on a comment. You've allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me from the depths of the earth. You will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then I will praise you with the music on the harp because you are faithful to your promises, oh my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, oh holy one of Israel. Okay, so whenever you say the word Israel, you, you don't think about it's for them. It's the promise is for you. Okay, so this is just going to just open up the word for you. And you're going to be laying hold of these promises for you. Every time that though you hear the word Israel, that claim that promise for you. Okay, for, your, for all those who love him. The Bible says that the middle wall of partition has been broken down. There's no longer Jew or Greek. Okay, let's keep going. Whether they are Jewish or Gentile, God regards only those who have renewed their hearts as true Israelites. It's what it says in the Word, it's in the Bible. He is not, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, nor is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. For we are the circumcision. We are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit because we've cut away that old nature. We've cut away that old self that used to disobey God and, 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 you know, raise our fists against God against God. We cut that away. That's the true circumcision, you guys. And that we've been brought to new life. We worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. I'm going to give you this link. And so that you can look at this and study on it and meditate on it and think on it. And as you read the word, just take more of the word for yourself. And um, yes, I believe that, that the ones who are in physical Israel will be brought in. I do. I believe it's going to be a blessing for the whole world. I believe also that the Muslims will be brought in. They've been deceived. They've been confused. They've been misled. And they'll be brought in. The Buddhists, they'll be brought in. The Hindus, they'll be brought in. All these people are waiting on a Messiah. And they're going to hear the truth, that who the true Messiah is. He will disclose, as as the woman at the well, remember how she said, he will disclose all things to us? He's going to disclose all things to you. You know, you think you got everything straight? Do I think I got everything straight? We all have, as Peter says, we all stumble in many ways. We all have have misunderstandings that's okay it's not a test he's not coming to see if we can make an a plus on our paper he's wanting to see is our heart connected to him there's some who are very confused as it says in romans you know that those who are who are who uh follow the law from their from their heart they honor to the honor the lord from their heart maybe they don't have it all right but are they truly following him from their heart and that's what the, what the Lord is mostly concerned with. Not whether we have every little thing correct. It's not a test. It's not a test. All right. So I wanted to share that also. Now, the last thing is the 501c3. All right. I'm going to take this back to stop share. I'm going to see if I can do it this. All right. Now, I think I'm still, I think I'm still recording. This is the last thing I wanted to talk about on this video about the 501c3. Okay, so the 501, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. You can find out more on other videos about it. But um, years ago, they made a rule that um, basically telling the pastors that if they wanted to have tax-free donations into their coffers, they had to have a 501c3. And the reality is they don't. We have freedom of speech, and we have freedom of religion, and you don't have to have a 501c3. They had to agree to only speak about non-political issues this is a big big problem and it is literally taught i'm sure throughout all the seminaries don't ever talk about anything political hello how awful how dangerous is that do you think john the baptist would have would have listened to that you what do you think john the baptist would have said about that (laughs) his head was cut off because he was he was talking about herod and herodias he could have easily said, Oh, I apologize. I wasn't supposed to talk about anything about someone who's in political position of power. No. He spoke truth and he had his head cut off over it. And what do you think Elijah would have said? He was the one who ran from Ahab and Jezebel because he was speaking out against their their their, their satanic worship. He was, he had his, he had to run for his life. What do you think he's going to say about, oh, you can't speak about anything about in, in politics? About what's going on in your society in your world about anything specific specifics don't talk about this general stuff talk about specifics <laughs> they've said nothing doing we're not gonna follow that but the problem is in order to be a <laughs> eye roll in order to be a preacher nowadays you have to have a, do the 501c3 which you know they say you have to have that so that the people can have the tax deductible donations so now we all the preachers who come out of seminaries say that they won't preach about anything in politics and therefore the, the people are able to get these tax deductible donna- donations through the 501c3 and guess what our whole society's crumbled over it because they've let the 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 people in power get away with mayhem and the re- the reality of it is There's a group that's allowed to speak about these things from the pulpit and there's a group that is not. Don't get me started on that. The point is now all the pastors are, they are so unaccustomed and the people are so unaccustomed to hearing about political issues from the pulpit, from the messages, from the sermons, they if if someone else does they oh what are you talking about you're we're just supposed to talk about this real general feeling good happy happy you know jesus loves you stuff and not about anything political i'm sorry but that's y'all might get mad at me too but that's not what we're supposed to do we're supposed to speak about the truth in season out of season whatever it is just like john the baptist did just like elijah did just like jeremiah did and and not be held silent, not be pushed into a corner, and that's the problem. That's why the church is so weak because we don't talk about anything that have any consequence. And then the if the, the the problem is the pastors are afraid to now because even if they try to, the people balk. So I want you to really pray about that. You will support your pastor. That you will support those who speak messages of truth, and 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 call out evil in our government and we've got to stand up we've got to rise up and and the people have to be they can't be afraid that oh well i'm gonna uh lose my church i'm gonna lose my position i'm gonna lose um you know people are gonna walk away i'm gonna be sitting sitting here with this mortgage in my hand that i gotta pay for this church you know i'm just a lady who has a YouTube channel and I don't have to worry about a mortgage so I you know if somebody doesn't like what I have to say and they turn off you know and I'm not making any money on any of this not a nickel I've actually paid to have you know, all of this so I don't I'm not worried about it but you see, the, the reality is everybody wants to be liked everybody wants to be appreciated so there's already that and then the had <laughs> the mortgage on top of it so This is a big problem in our country. And we need to pray that we'll be able, that the preachers will have the courage to speak truth. They will know the truth, first of all, and have the courage to speak truth. And the people who hear it will will receive it and appreciate it and understand that we're fighting for our lives and fighting for our children and we're fighting the beast. And once I think that people will start to realize this is the beast, this is the government authority, and we have to be willing to speak out about it, about what the evils that they've been doing and how the, it's been the Department of Injustice, so that we can fight and we can win. And we need the church to be able to rise up. I hope that made sense. I hope that you will um, take that to heart and pray for them and that we'll be able to see the church revived. Not just that the 501c3 will be removed, but that the pastors will feel that they have the ability to speak this truth to know this truth and to speak the truth and the people will receive it. That's 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 what's got to happen or they're not going to speak. They'll speak about everything else, but they won't speak this truth. Okay. So let's pray for them. Lord, I thank you that you are that we have freedom of speech in this country and we have freedom of religion in this country. I pray that you will give us the courage and the boldness to speak the truth that you've put in our hearts and that you will give us the the pastors, the courage to stand up and to know what's really going in our country. Give them the understanding so that they understand what's really going on and they can identify the beast. They can understand that this is the great battle of Armageddon and that they can also have the courage to speak this truth and that the listeners will receive it and not balk and not run. And that we will all rise up with the courage that we want to hear the truth that we won't just have ears that want to be tickled and just told the easy things, but that we will, we will rise up. I pray, Lord Jesus, we pray together for all these that you've placed in, in these positions as pastors, and that you will, if they are unwilling to speak your word, may they be removed and have someone else put in their position, but I pray that you'll give them the courage. To, to speak on you on your behalf and, and not uh, their own words. Help us not to speak our own words, but your words. I thank you that we are your children of promise, that you have bought us with a price, that we are your family, that you uh, consider us your own children, that we are your family. Now, we are the Israel of God. We are we are the seed of abraham and we have all the rights to all the inheritance everything now belongs to us all the blessings belong to us we thank you lord we pray that you will raise up everyone those who have not believed in you we pray that you will touch their hearts and help them to come to know you and to know that you are the messiah that you are the king of kings and whether they're jews or Muslims, or Buddhists, or Hindus, or atheists, or whoever, and that we'd all know that you truly do love us, that you are the king of the world, and that you are coming to reign, so we might as well get with the program, so we pray that you will use us, Lord, wherever you see fit, in Australia, in New Zealand, and in Germany, and Hungary, and in Canada, and wherever you've planted us, that we will will help to raise up people, and um, help bless them, they will bring justice and freedom and righteousness to our country, to our nation, so that we will very, very soon see a day when nation will not rise against nation, and we will not learn more anymore. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we live in the day that, that you are pouring out your spirit on all flesh, that young will will prophesy, the old men will dream dreams, and the young men will have visions. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to get to see all of this come to fruition in our day. Give us the grace to be able to see that day with joy. We pray all these things in your great name, Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Have a great day as always.